welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 18 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as a year of personal monthly habit challenges, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. If you've been around here for a while, you might have noticed in the last little bit that my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny, has been sometimes here and sometimes not. Now, don't worry. I'm still checking in with her regularly for my own accountability, but when it comes to the Improvement Project podcast, she has decided to step back a little bit. Her 2020 work-from-home and parent-from-work lifestyle has shifted her priorities, and I want to support her as she changes up her focus. So she'll still drop in occasionally to catch us up on her world and to offer up her sparkling wit, but in the meantime, you should expect more solo shows from me and also some great interviews with some fabulous people who are coming up. Today's episode is episode 124 of the Improvement Project podcast, and today I decided to bring you and your questions to the show and back to you. So I'm not sure if you know, but we have a Facebook group. There are some pretty amazing people there discussing their habits, offering accountability for your goals, sharing what they are grateful for, and what they have accomplished each week. I would love it if you would join us. Head to Facebook and search for The Improvement Project and I'll add you to the group. The reason I bring this group up is that it's a great place to ask questions or to share struggles. You've probably heard someone say before that if you have a question, it's likely that someone else also has the same question. And if you are struggling with something, it's likely that someone else has the same struggle or they have just gone through the same struggle. As a result, I thought I'd share some of the most recent questions and struggles that listeners have asked or shared in the group, and maybe you will find a gold nugget of what you've been looking for in your own life as you head toward your own goals. So here we go. I asked this question, what habits are you struggling with right now? And Linda responded with getting enough sleep. Is that a habit? Maybe getting to sleep at the same time on a regular basis because I almost always wake up at the same time every day, and it varies a bit on the weekend. My response to her was, well, yes, sleep is definitely a habit, and it's one that sets you up for success in all of your other habits. So it's a good thing that Linda is thinking about it and focusing on it. So if she's finding it a struggle to go to bed at the same time each night, my advice is this. Try setting an alarm that tells you that it's time for your before bed sleepy time routine. Picture yourself as a toddler that needs to brush your teeth, go pee, read a story, get a hug and a kiss, and maybe a lullaby, and then fill in your routine with whatever works for you. If you make that routine for yourself before bedtime, your body will start to get the message that it's time for sleepy time, and you'll start to wind down and you'll be much more likely to go to sleep. And if you do this at the same time every day, your bedtime should be the same every day, just like your wake up time is. So if sleep is a habit that you need to work on, check out episodes 28 to 32 of The Improvement Project, where Jenny and I explored all things related to sleep and how to get more of it, as well as better quality sleep. 
All right. Another response to that question of what habit are you struggling with right now? Trudy said, my evening sweet treat with my tea. And then Marianne had a similar one. She said, evening snacking. She does all day. She does well all day. And then dot, dot, dot. So my response to both of them was similar. When you're changing habits, your environment is key. Is it possible to not have those treats or snacks in the house? If that isn't an option, maybe changing the trigger for the undesired behavior could help. For example, if you're watching TV and that routine triggers, quote, time for my evening sweet treat or snacks, maybe try keeping the TV off and go for a walk or do some stretching or read a book instead. Um, We can go a little bit further into this when we consult with the book of James Clear. Our online pretend best friend, James Clear, talks about environment as an extremely important habit trigger. He believes that location or your environment is the most powerful driver of mindless habits and also the least recognized. In many cases, our habits and behaviors are simply a response to the environment that surrounds us. He describes it in one of his awesome articles like this. If I walk into the kitchen and I see a plate of cookies on the counter, I'll pick up half a dozen and start eating, even if I hadn't been thinking about them beforehand and didn't necessarily feel hungry. If the communal table at the office is always filled with donuts and bagels, it's going to be hard not to grab one every now and then. Your habits change depending on the room you are in and the cues in front of you. Environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. Despite our unique personalities, certain behaviors tend to arise again and again under certain environmental conditions. In church, people tend to talk in whispers. On a dark street, people act wary and guarded. In this way, the most common form of change is not internal, but external. We are changed by the world around us. Every habit is context-dependent. So, in order to change your behavior you must change your environment. Every habit is initiated by a cue, and we are more likely to notice cues that stand out. Unfortunately, the environments where we live and work often make it easy to not do certain actions because there is no obvious cue to trigger the behavior. It's easy to not practice guitar when it's tucked away in the closet. It's easy to not read a book when the bookshelf is in the corner of the guest room. It's easy to not take your vitamins when they are out of sight in the pantry. When the cues that spark a habit are subtle or hidden, they are easy to ignore. Thankfully, there is good news in this respect. You don't have to be the victim of your environment. You can also be the architect of it. You're way more likely to play the guitar if it's sitting on its stand in the living room where you sit every day. You're way more likely to take your vitamins if you put the bottle on the counter before you go to bed every night. Uh, You're way more likely to read a book if you have a stack of them sitting beside your bed. So to go back to Trudy and Marianne's habit challenges, the most obvious way to change the environment is, as I mentioned, to keep the sweet treats or the snacks out of the house so they aren't even an option. They could also change the environment and encourage a healthier habit by having a bowl of fruit or veggies as an option so that when the urge to snack is there, at least the snack would be a healthier one. So the habit would be cued by the same thing, but you could get something a little bit healthier. So that's an option. But if the trigger to snack always happens in the exact same location, for example, and neither of them said this, but this is what I, for me, this is what it would be. Example, if you're lying on the couch watching TV and then you're like, hmm, I might, I must snack now. Um, That is when changing up your environment may help. So when you are doing the same thing in the same location all the time that triggers that undesired habit, change it up. So instead of watching the TV sitting on the couch, 
go to a different room in the house and read a book or do some stretching or go outside for a walk. When you change your environment, you then are likely to change that habit that you are trying to move away from. So as James Clear says, you can be the architect of your environment, which can help you to move away from bad habits and move toward good habits. Back to that question, what habit are you struggling with right now? Liz responded with, waking up early. No matter how much sleep I get, I can't get up at 6 a.m. I want to have a morning routine, but I can't get up early enough. So this is how I responded to her. This one totally resonates with me. I have long struggled with this. The thing that helped me was getting up with my husband, John, and telling myself that I could have a nap later or go back to bed in an hour. And for whatever reason, this works for me. And as I do this routine more and more, it doesn't seem so hard. It seems to get easier just because now it seems normal. The other thing you could do is you could recruit an early morning accountability partner, whether it's someone you live with, like me, I recruited John to get up and then he turns the light on. So that's going to wake me up. Um, But if you don't live with somebody or if you don't have somebody that you live with that you could count on as your accountability partner, you could make an agreement with a friend to call or text each other first thing in the morning. So if you really want this to be a habit, there are ways you can do it by building in accountability or by building in some cues and triggers that will help you to get up and stay up. Also, that deal that I make with myself about I can take a nap later, sometimes I do, but very often I don't. So that's one that works for me in that specific case. All right, this challenge calls back to a couple of struggles mentioned by listeners a few episodes ago. As you recall, back in episode 119, we talked about habit struggles and Misan shared accountability to exercise was her struggle. She says, no one knows if I did or didn't do it. Days pass and I even forget to think about it. So it should be my number one priority for health, but it's not even on my radar. I need strategies that work. I need to schedule it, do it first thing in the morning, find a way to make it fun or rewarding, etc. And an accountability mechanism or person to ensure that I follow through. So I responded to her by sharing that I have an accountability text with my sister for exercise. So I send her the workout every evening. And then the next day we text each other when we've done the workout. And this works sometimes, but when it's somebody close to you, like a sister or a partner, sometimes they'll just let you off the hook or you won't take it as seriously. You might need to have it as one person that's a little bit further away from you relationship wise so that you're more seriously going to, uh, meet that commitment for the accountability. So that's something to consider. And in that same episode, I shared Jackie's challenge. She said um, that her challenge was accountability for exercise and healthy eating with consistency. I'm better about keeping the books caught up for our business, but when you quote, have time, you procrastinate like a pro. So Liz, Misan, and Jackie all used similar language when they were articulating their struggles. Accountability and consistency seem to be the words that come up for most people around these struggles. I have mentioned accountability regularly, and in fact, I did a whole episode on it last week. That was episode 123 of The Improvement Project, where I discussed different ways that different personality types can use the power of accountability to help them stick with their habits. So if you haven't already listened to that episode and then done the habits personality quiz that I created to figure out which type of accountability may help you to stay on track with your habits, head over to drpeggymalone.com forward slash habits quiz. All right, one more, um, oh, a couple more here. Wendy, uh, to to the question, what are you struggling with in terms of your habits, said, keeping the balance. And Jean said, time management. I need to find space to breathe. Being better organized might help. 
So my response to Wendy, I hear it, make it clear what you want to prioritize and then do your best to plan ahead to keep those priorities at the top of the to-do list. And to Jean, I just responded with, I get it. I feel the same way about it. So for me, these things are a challenge. Uh, I personally struggle with time management, with um, keeping the balance. So as a result of that, I have this outlet right here and I have you listening on the Improvement Project podcast. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to start working on time management and balance and I'm going to share with you what my experiments show me and tell me. So I'll be doing that and sharing that in the Facebook group and here on the podcast. And if it's something that you are interested in or you have some struggles here yourself, let me know because that will be helpful for me to have a bit of an accountability partner to move myself forward in this way. And I do want to say thank you to all of you who are adding to the conversation in the Facebook group. I really do think it's helpful for everyone to hear what struggles and what wins people are having as they work hard to up-level their habits on the journey to their big goals. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let me know if you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like to share a struggle or a win. Let's support each other on the way to being better humans. For questions or comments, send an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter at Jake House, and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. And as usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. And as I've mentioned, we also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. And of course, grab some accountability for your habits. I'll be there live every Thursday at noon to discuss this week's podcast. And I hope that you join me. Until next time, thanks for listening. Stay focused and get after it. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end of this episode of the Improvement Project podcast. Have you struggled with getting new habits to stick? You really want to follow through, but you just can't get started. Or if you get started, you can't get consistent, or you're just not sure what to do. Do any of these things sound familiar to you? You might be aware that humans have been supporting each other and working together since the beginning of humans, and that, my friends, is the power of accountability. If you can harness that power, maybe you'll find that you'll be one step closer tomorrow than you are today toward not only better habits and routines, but also your biggest goals and dreams. Are you with me? All right. I got really interested in how different people respond differently to accountability, and I came up with a framework of four different types of habits, personalities, and how they respond to accountability. I then put it all together in a super fun quiz that will help you to understand how to best add accountability into your life so that you are way more likely to follow through on your habits and ultimately find the way to your big dreams and goals. So if you'd like to see what your habits personality is and what may be your best strategy to incorporate the power of accountability to be a better human, head over to drpeggymalone.com forward slash habits quiz and take the quiz for yourself. That's drpeggymalone.com forward slash habits quiz. Get after it.